there's joy and gladness and rest for my weary soul. Up ahead, ahead there's peace and contentment. Everybody will be happy and whole. You know that I'm Well, good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Hope you're doing good this morning. Thank you for taking time to join with us today as we're studying God's Word together. We're looking in Luke's Gospel and we've entitled our study, A Journey Through Luke. And I want to thank the Lord for being able to study the Word of God along with you. And I do hope that you have been blessed and benefited uh, as we study verse by verse through God's Word. And I believe we can find some needed help for our day in which we live and also uh, some encouragement as we live our life from God's Word. I'm glad the Word of God is truth that we can depend on. And today, again, we are looking in Luke chapter number 1, and we're going to look over the next couple of sessions with our devotion time in verse 28 and 29. And today we'll primarily look at verse number 28. As And in fact, just for a moment of review, I just want to remind you that our subject now is turned from Zacharias and the priest at the temple and his wife Elizabeth. It's just changed from Jerusalem to a place called Nazareth. And Nazareth is in the region of Galilee. Nazareth is a very obscure place, a small village, if you will. And at the time of Jesus, it was just that, a very small, perhaps 200 people who lived in Nazareth. Nazareth was not an easy place to get to. It was not in a, in a, in a center, centrally located uh, location, if you will. It was a little bit uh, in an obscure place, and it really was not a place that most people would want to be associated with. But yet, I'm glad that even though uh, the, the things that man does not seem highly involved with or care for, that God uses sometimes those things that we seem to think maybe that are not as important, but yet God can turn those things into um, objects of his grace and mercy, and I'm glad of that. Well, there's some typology there. Uh, that we could all apply to our life, you know, as we consider where we were before Christ and what he has done for us and how far away we were and how unworthy we were, and yet he loved us and his grace was given to us, and we're 
thankful for that today. Again, if you have your Bible, and again, we have moved from Jerusalem and the temple now to a small place called Nazareth and to a young lady, a virgin named Mary. And the angel Gabriel, God's messenger or God's man, and that's what his name means. And of course, Mary is the word in the Greek language that has its origin in the Hebrew word Miriam. And that was Moses' sister, as we first mentioned. Uh, look at her in the Bible in the Old Testament. But as we're looking today, and I want you to draw your attention, first of all, to verse number number 28, if we can, this morning. And again, we just recently looked at the season of the announcement. We know that it was at the sixth month of Elizabeth's conception when the angel Gabriel was dispatched from God to Mary. And then we see the sending of the angel. He came to her, and I believe that it was in a physical manifestation. I don't think it was just a vision. I think this messenger had a great important message, and I believe he delivered it uh, in a physical representation there before her. And then the specifics of that appointment, he begins to announce to her, and, and then we're going to look today in verse number 28, and we're going to look at the topic, the angel, the topic, the angel's approach. And if you have your Bible, I, I'd encourage you to open up your Bible along with me. And let's read together verse 28, and we'll also read verse 29 for clarity this morning. The Bible says in Luke chapter 1 and verse number 28, And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. As we're looking here again today, we see the angel's approach, and he appears to her, and it's a, it's a sudden appearance, if you will, an unexpected appearance, and to say the least, and, and kind of a an overwhelming experience for Mary, very likely. Now, first of all, we will, we, I want you to notice what Mary received from Gabriel, the messenger of God. First of all, Gabriel said to her, and he gives her a message of divine peace. He says the word, hail. And that word is a very interesting word as we study our Bible and we look and try to dig out the definition of that. It means peace be to you. And so here it is, the angel is, he's offering peace. I realize it was very startling and probably very, uh, very much uh, instilled fear in her as, as he appeared, but he speaks peace to her. And, and I like that. I thank God for that. And, and that word hell, it also means, or it could mean, and it could be explained this way, may you enjoy all the possible blessings. And that's, that's kind of a, it's a salutation, if you will. And it's a great encouragement to hear such a message. But he uses that and just simply says hell unto her. 
So he's speaking of divine peace, God's peace. I'm glad that the Lord speaks peace to you and I. I'm glad when he saved us, he speaks peace to us. There's a song that, that comes to my mind as I'm speaking of this. He whispers sweet peace to me. I like that song. It's wonderful. And we need his peace in times when we're uncertain, in times when we're shocked, in times that we're surprised. You know, sometimes life is just that way. We can be seemingly minding our own business, just doing our normal routine, and then all of a sudden something happens and it stirs fear within us. We're shocked or surprised by an event. And then all of a sudden it's like we can hear God say, peace, be still. I imagine that you and I both, as we think about that, we're glad that we're saved and God's children, even in the midst of times of uncertainty, even in the midst of a moment that we don't understand, there is the peace of God that surpasses all our understanding. And as I'm looking at this, I marvel at what Gabriel says to her just in the word when he says, Hail. And that brings about uh, the peace of God. And keep that in mind as you read your Bible. And oftentimes it is that the angels, when they appear, oftentimes they will say, peace be unto you, or give comforting words and giving assurance to those of us who are human. And I'm going to be honest with you, if you were or I were to see the supernatural appear before us, it would, it would stir us up. It would scare us very likely. But I'm glad that there is peace. And this message, this is the divine peace that Gabriel is speaking unto Mary. But not only is he speaking a message of divine peace, but secondly, he's giving her a message of divine preference. Thou art highly favored. And that's what he said. He said, hell, thou art highly favored. Speaking to her personally, Mary was chosen. She was actually preferred over all the other women upon the face of the earth at that time to be the mother of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And I marvel at that. As I think about that, Emmanuel with God with us is, is certainly a wonderful thought. But can you imagine being the one that, that was to have the privilege of carrying the baby Jesus in her womb? And as I think about that, I marvel at it. Now, I, I just want to put out a little bit of a, a statement about that. A lot of people, and I've heard people use this statement and they refer to Mary as the mother of God. And in one sense, I understand what they're saying. She did literally give birth to God in the flesh, Emmanuel. But let me say this. When we say that Mary is the mother of God, we need to be careful and explain that in a greater degree because uh, God himself has always been. God himself has no origin. God himself has always been and will forever be. And when we say that Mary is the mother of God, for someone who doesn't understand or know, they could be greatly confused by that statement. 
So when we say those things, we need to be very careful and give clarity to them, saying that Mary was the earthly mother of the Lord Jesus Christ. She carried him in her womb. And in fact, she is the mother of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. But she is not the mother of God as God the Father. God the Father has no mother because he is. He just simply is, always has been, and forever will be. But she found high favor. In fact, the greatest honor. She was high. That word favor is the word grace. And boy, what a blessing it is. God's unmerited favor. Did Mary uh, deserve it? Did she merit it? Well, I'll say a few things about Mary. She was a virgin and she was pure. And no doubt she was of good moral character. God would not have chosen someone less than that. But was Mary perfect? Was she sinless? Well, no, she was not. And, and she was a sinner just like we all are. But yet, God chose her and gave her that divine preference. Boy, I tell you, that's something to marvel at. And God did that, and God chose her, and I'm glad that he did. Thank God for it. Divine peace and divine preference. But the third thing that I want to draw your attention to this morning in verse number 28, let's reread the verse once again. The angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Now, what this is doing, not only is he speaking divine peace and a divine preference he's revealed to her, but also the angel Gabriel is beginning to reveal a divine proof of God's favor. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Could I say it this way? Mary was about to receive the most convincing proof of God's particular favor towards her. And that would be the miraculous conception of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, it is the only miraculous conception of God in the flesh that's ever been. And Jesus is his name. I'm glad, thank God, for the Savior. As we continue our study, our time is coming on long past this morning, but I thank you for being with us. Lord willing, we'll pick up again in verse number 29 tomorrow or the next time we're together for the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And we appreciate you so much. Thank you for being with us today. May God bless you is our prayer. Bye-bye. You know that.